This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, federal agencies and affected military facilities are gearing up for a possible visit from Hurricane Dorian. The U.S. Space Corps gets off the ground. And the Air Force orders all of its facilities to make a change to help mothers who serve. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's edition of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Coast Guard-based Miami Beach is hunkering down for Hurricane Dorian as it possibly heads towards Florida. Crews are storing boat parts and securing buildings. The Coast Guard has already relocated and staged its assets in strategic areas for storm avoidance and more rapid response. Several agencies are preparing to help state and local emergency teams respond to Dorian. FEMA says it's mobilizing staff to incident support bases at the Emergency Operations Center in Florida and Maxwell Air Force Base in Alabama. Health and Human Services is also prepositioning disaster medical assistance teams in the southeast region. And the Army Corps of Engineers is mobilizing infrastructure assessment and debris management teams to Puerto Rico. Hurricane Dorian is expected to hit Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and Florida and Georgia early next week. It could reach Category 4 by the time it reaches landfall. U.S. Space Command is officially up and running. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has the details. Spacecom became the Defense Department's 11th combatant command during a White House ceremony yesterday. Defense officials say it'll accelerate the development of DOD's space capabilities. It will be led by General John Raymond, who until yesterday was the commander of Air Force Space Command. Congress still hasn't authorized DOD to establish a separate space force, but it might do that as part of next year's defense authorization bill. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A nod to moms in the military, the Air Force is now requiring all nursing mothers be provided a private, secure, and sanitary location for breastfeeding or pumping. The order fills a gap the Air Force says comes from the grassroots level and that women should not have to choose between serving and motherhood. Mothers will be given 15 to 30 minutes every three to four hours to use the rooms. A new facility looks to ensure smoother air operations for Customs and Border Protection. The National Air Security Operations Center officially opened its new facility on Grand Forks Air Force Base in North Dakota on Thursday. It will allow CBP to consolidate all of its manned and unmanned flying operations in the area under one facility. GSA and DOD make a big cloud computing award, but it's not the one you think. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The General Services Administration and the Defense Department yesterday awarded the 10-year $7.6 billion DOS contract to a team led by CSRA. Under the Defense Enterprise Office Solutions, or DOS program, the Pentagon will implement Microsoft Office 365 and its associated capabilities, including word processing and spreadsheets, email, collaboration, file sharing, and storage. Unlike the Jedi procurement, DEOS has been drama-free, though a post-award protest is still possible. I'm Jason Miller. Administrative leave policies from the Office of Personnel Management are over two years behind. Congress passed the Administrative Leave Act back in December 2016. The law was supposed to overhaul and create new categories of administrative leave, but agencies say the law, as it's written, prevents federal employees who work overseas or in high-risk combat zones from taking paid time off for rest and recuperation or to observe foreign holidays. An amendment from Senator Tom Carper would create even more new categories to give employees paid time off for those reasons. The amendment cleared the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee last month. 
House Veterans Affairs ranking member Phil Rowe wants his committee to quickly take up a bill aimed at preventing veteran suicide when Congress returns from August recess. The Improve Wellbeing for Veterans Act would expand grant funding to organizations that provide and coordinate suicide prevention services for veterans. It got an endorsement from the Department of Veterans Affairs and VA Secretary Robert Wilkie earlier this week. Rowe's plea for action comes days after committee chairman Mark DeCano called for an agency-wide stand-down to help VA employees better understand how to identify veterans in crisis. The Pentagon suicide point person says multi-agency coordination has made a difference. Here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin with more. Defense Suicide Prevention Office Director Karen Orvis, speaking at a joint Veterans Affairs Defense Department conference, credits an executive order from the Trump administration. It directed the two departments, plus Homeland Security, to ensure service members have seamless transitions to civilian life, including access to mental health services. Orvis cited the VA's transition assistance program and the extension of military one source for up to a year as initiatives useful in preventing suicide. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Music.